Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. If this is your first time being here, hi, my name's B, and I am the host of the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. In this podcast, we, we talk about all things like health, fitness, lifestyle, university, school, sustainability, and all the things that happen in my crazy but beautiful life. First of all, I just wanted to apologize for being MIA and not posting an episode last week. I did intend to post one later in the week, but honestly, the week just ran away from me because things were so crazy, and I will get into that during the week at a glance, but I'm really sorry for not posting last week. I really want to be consistent with this, and yeah, I'm sorry for that, but it was also really sweet that I actually had a few people ask me like, hey, uh, are you posting an episode this week? Or like, hey, where's where's this week's episode? So thank you. Like, thank you for like noticing that I didn't post and asking about it. And I, I don't know, it just, it's just very reassuring to know that people are listening and people are looking forward to this happening on Mondays. Um, so thank you for asking. And I know this episode's going up really late today, but you'll see. You'll see in a week at a glance and it will all make sense. Um, it was actually weird not recording for two weeks. I do find this like super, super um, therapeutic, but things were insane. So the week of the 9th of December was just nuts. I was dying of tooth pain. Like I was not sleeping. I was not doing anything. I tried to go to work and had to call in. Um, It was honestly just horrible. And it didn't really get better until I think like Wednesday or Thursday, it got like kind of better. And then I got a root canal on Thursday. Um, and then after Thursday, I was just totally wiped out again. I was in a debilitating amount of pain. Um, I couldn't really eat anything. I had a really hard time chewing. I was taking like a lot of like Tylenol threes and Advil's and amoxicillin to sort of like mitigate the pain that was happening. And it was just horrible. And then I worked Friday. I worked Saturday. I worked Sunday. And also on Sunday, Danny left for Mexico, which was really, really sad, um, I don't think we've ever been apart for like more than a week or two, maybe. No, we've definitely been been apart for like two weeks, but Danny's in Mexico for about three-ish plus weeks, Um, and that was really sad, just like saying bye and seeing him go and knowing that he's going to have Christmas with his family, I'm going to have Christmas with my family, and that's just going to have to be okay. Um, And yeah, it sucked, but Danny... If you guys know Danny, um, you know that he was born in Mexico. His dad lives in Mexico. His mom lives here in Toronto. Um, so he has to sort of alternate every uh, few years to go and see his family down there. And this was that year. So I will not be seeing Danny over the Christmas holidays, which is really unfortunate. But it's okay because I will have lots of time to see uh, my family, you know, lots of time to hang out with my sister, lots of time to see my friends in my hometown. Um, so, yeah, that was like sort of the first week. And then the second week in a glance... I had an exam on Monday, which was stupid, and it was so easy. It was literally common sense, and I wasted so much time studying for it when I could have been studying other things. I could have been recording a podcast. I could have been studying for my exam on Thursday. It was honestly just a huge waste of time. And then on Tuesday and Wednesday, I worked, and Thursday, I had a ridiculously hard exam. It was for my exercising cancer survivorship class, and Honestly, it wasn't even that the content was super hard. There were one or two questions where I was kind of like, honestly, I have no idea what the answer is to this. But the other questions, I honestly just ran out of time. It wasn't that the exam was super hard. I studied my ass off for it. It was that I genuinely didn't have time to finish it. So that really sucked. And Thursday was just an absolute buzzkill. 
Um, and then Thursday night, some of my friends from the rugby team came over and then my roommate's boyfriend came over and he's a lovely chap. So we ended up just sitting on my couch and watching I can't even believe I'm about to admit this okay we were sitting on the couch and we were like oh what should we do and I've been really excited about getting an iPad so my roommate and I have been like sitting on the couch like watching videos on my iPad every like every now and then when we have free time and Maddie was like oh we should sit on the couch and watch videos on your iPad and I was like yeah sure and we had some wine and then she was like oh we should download TikTok and I've been avoiding downloading TikTok because I thought it was stupid I heard it was just like a big joke um and like a big waste of time and we downloaded tiktok and we sat on the couch and we watched tiktoks for like three and a half hours while we drank wine in our pajamas and we were laughing our asses off and then thursday i went to bed really late honestly all throughout last week i was going to bed around like 2 a.m or 3 a.m or 4 a.m um like the night before my exam i think i went to bed at like 3 30 like Tuesday night, I went Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning. I went to bed around four because Chess and I studied at the library really late. And then Wednesday, I think I went to slash Thursday. I think I went to bed around like two or three. I don't even remember to be completely honest with you. Thursday night, I went to bed at like two. Friday night, I worked. And then after work, I went to my friend Daniela's house it was her birthday um so she sort of had everyone over at her house it was a bit of a mission to get there because she doesn't live downtown anymore she's like back living at home um for a little bit um so I went with like my friends and it was super 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 fun but oh my god I got really 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 wasted because I feel like I was just like working so hard for so long <laughs> I just totally let loose I have not been that drunk since probably like second or third year no definitely second year I don't know it just hit me out of nowhere like all of a sudden like I was totally fine all night and then all of a sudden it just hit me and I was like holy shit I'm wasted so that was Friday I went to bed I want to say at like one but I honestly don't remember which is kind of whack on Saturday I worked at Patagonia um and then Saturday night after work um both a bunch of people from the boats came over. Um, as you guys know, I work, or if you don't know, I work for a boating company in the summertime. We have a few different boats in our fleet and we do things like parties. Um, it's like a floating restaurant. So we do like corporate events, weddings, baby showers, bridal parties, um, just about anything you could possibly rent an event space for. We do it. We do all the catering. We have a restaurant, we have a bar. Um, so that's what I do in the summertime. And then when you work there in the summertime, you end up becoming really, really good friends with everyone that you work with. Um, so everyone from the boats came over on Saturday night and I didn't drink on Saturday night because I was just like honestly exhausted and we had a lot of fun. We ate some snacks, we went out dancing and then we came back to my home and just sort of chilled for a wee bit, ate some poutine. I was up until like 4.30 in the morning on Saturday night slash actually Sunday morning. And then I went to bed for a few hours and then I worked to Patagonia again. And then um, after work last night, I came home and I'm so excited to be home for Christmas. I absolutely love being home for Christmas. I'm just like super pumped. So that was my week at a glance. Song of the week sort of fits into the fact with sort of fits in with the theme of me just downloading TikTok. <laughs> the song is 
La 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 by Y2K. It's so random and I don't even really like that style of music so much. But I love this song. Ever since I heard it on TikTok, I was like, what is this song? I love it. And I can't stop listening to it. Um, it's great. I love it. La 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 by Y2K. If you don't know what it is yet, listen to it. You're not going to be able to stop listening to it. This week, I can't get enough lentil soup. I made a huge lentil soup to sort of try and carry me through the exam season. And I just put it in the fridge. And I just love it. It's just so nice and warm and cozy and hearty and has so much, so much protein in it and you can dip bread in it and it's really good um, I just love lentil soup and if you guys want to know how to make a really good vegan lentil soup then head on over to my Instagram and click on the food highlight and there's a little recipe in there that you can screenshot and you can make it for yourself and my Instagram is at bee.spiers that's at b.spiers head on over there I post all the time um, just about different lifestyle things food things vegan vegetarian you name it it's on my Instagram so go have a look. So as you meant, as I mentioned, finally home for the holidays, and I am just so looking forward to just relaxing and resetting my energy and doing some projects that I've been putting off, doing some crafts that I've wanted to do, doing some self self care, prepping for 2020, uh, working on my grad school applications, and just sort of relaxing. I'm so excited to be home. This year was really amazing for me but it was also really 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 exhausting and I'm going to post a full 2019 recap next Monday so that'll be on December 30th when the next podcast goes up um well not the next podcast I think I'm going to post one tomorrow as well another like Christmas themed one but yeah I'm going to do like a full 2019 year in review all the good things that happened all the bad things that happened um but yeah that's going up next week and we'll talk all about 2019 there but I just want to sort of give a little bit of a hint that 2020 is going to be insane you guys I have some really good projects coming up some podcasts uh some awakenings uh some brand deals that I've been working on some collaborations some guests that are going to be on the podcast honestly 2020 is just going to be awesome for the podcast for my life uh for everything that's going on and I am really really excited to be able to share those things with you but before we get into 2020, let's talk about Christmas. If you know me, you would know that I love Christmas. I absolutely love everything about Christmas. I love giving gifts. I love receiving gifts. I love the decor. I love all of the festivities. I love Christmas movies. I love skating. I love going and looking at Christmas lights. I love everything about Christmas. And I just think Christmas is so magical. And I totally believe in the magic of Christmas. Everyone is just on a next level of kindness around Christmas time. And you can literally just like feel the magic in the air. I know I sound so silly and so crazy. But like, I just think Christmas is magical. Like, especially living in the city, people are way more inclined to talk to each other on the like, streetcar or the subway around Christmas time. Everyone just like seems a little bit more outgoing, a little bit more extroverted during Christmas and a little bit more magical. And I also am a huge believer in Santa. <laughs> I know I sound crazy, but bear with me for this one. Um, I just think it's like the cutest story ever. I love the idea of Santa. Like I love like 
if you have like younger kids in your family or if you have kids or if you have cousins or whatever I just like love talking to little kids about Santa and just seeing like how much that they believe in the magic I think is so wholesome and so cute and I absolutely love it and when I was in grade 12 I remember my math teacher who's like a very like independent like boss lady like no bullshit lady like she's just like a like a really interesting person um and my grade 12 math teacher we were all just sort of sitting there talking about Santa and stuff like that and someone mentioned like when they when they learned that Santa wasn't real and our math teacher actually snapped and she was like don't say that Santa's not real and we were like whoa okay we're in grade 12 but go ahead tell us about how Santa's real she went on this tangent all about Santa and how Santa lives inside of every one of us and that is why Santa is real because the magic lives inside of every one of us when we donate to you know the little donation things that they have where they ring the bell in the mall or when we give to someone less fortunate or when we give a gift to a friend or a family member or someone that we love like the magic and the spirit of Santa lives inside of every single one of us and I'll always remember that from grade 12 math and I just think it's so cute and it's so true and I just sort of love that about Christmas is that we're all secretly a Santa um and I love it I think it's magical Christmas is just great and the other thing I love about Christmas is that it reminds me of all the wonderful people that I have in my life and I get to see the people that I love it's a reason to get together with everyone that maybe you don't see so maybe you don't see so often like for example I got together with all my boat friends and I don't get to see them unless it's the summertime but we decided to get together for Christmas so it's just a reason to reach out to people that you haven't talked to in a while maybe you haven't talked to your grandma as much as you should maybe you haven't reached out to one of your friends in a wee while just sort of a really good reason to get people together and sort of reconnect and I just love it and Christmas really reminds me about how grateful I am for all of the amazing people that I have in my life and even when I was with the boat people on Saturday I was just like holy shit like I'm just like so happy that I have these people and on Friday I was with some of my other friends and I was like holy crap like I'm just so grateful and I just feel like Christmas is such a, a time to be grateful for those that you do have and sort of forget about the ones that you don't the ones that maybe you're leaving in 2019 maybe the ones that you fell out with throughout the year and then during Christmas time you just sort of hug those people that are um that are here and that are closest to you a little bit tighter and you just feel super grateful for them So as you can sort of tell, I am a total Christmas fanatic. I love it. I start celebrating Christmas literally the day after Remembrance Day. I am full on Christmas mode. I'm talking Christmas socks, Christmas earrings, Christmas sweaters, Christmas scrunchies. You name it. I love Christmas. My mom loves Christmas. We love decorating for Christmas. I love Christmas crafts. I love Christmas baking. I love Christmas cooking. I love Christmas. I love hosting Christmas parties. I love mulled wine. I love tobogganing. I love Christmas lights. I just love it. But one thing and one major thing that I don't like about Christmas is all the unnecessary waste. After a quick Google search and looking at the Toronto Star, I found out that Canadians are about to, in two days, Canadians are going to throw out about 540,000 tons of wrapping paper. And then when I continued reading, I found out that that's about the weight of 100,000 elephants. 100,000 elephants worth of wrapping paper. 540 tons 540,000 tons of wrapping paper are going to be thrown out this year. And it gets worse. 
Each Canadian will throw out about 50 kilograms of stuff during Christmas time. So about 50 kilograms of garbage is going to be thrown away by every single Canadian this Christmas season. And there's also an increase of 25% of waste production during the holiday season. Now that's just sort of waste in general, but let's talk about food waste. I found out that in the United Kingdom, 42 million dinners will 4.2, not 42, 4.2 million dinners will be thrown away. And that's a lot of food. And I'm sure that we've all witnessed with our own eyes the amount of shit that we throw away during Christmas. They even do a garbage pickup. Like in my town at least, they do a garbage pickup. I think on Boxing Day, even though it's not like a garbage day, they do a garbage pickup because they know how much waste people are going to be throwing out. And I just think it's insane. We've seen how much food gets thrown away. We see how much like garbage gets produced. We see it with our own eyes. And it really doesn't have to be this way. We don't need to be wasting so much shit during Christmas. We don't need to be buying everything brand new or like wrapping things extensively with all these crazy things that can't be recycled we don't need to be using that spray snow on our windows to make it look cute that spray snow you guys is so bad it's full of chemicals it's also an aerosol and the cans can't be recycled and it's just a bunch of shit that you don't want glitter glitter manages to make its way through our water systems and it literally goes out into the ocean um tinsel all of these things anything like metallic glittery none of those things can be recycled and they all just end up going to waste so that is one of the things I hate the most about Christmas is just how much unnecessary waste that gets produced and in this episode I really want to focus on trying to make Christmas a little bit more sustainable I know that Christmas is only two days away maybe you're already done shopping maybe you're already done everything and this is just completely irrelevant to you but I still wanted to post it anyways because I thought that it would be a good opportunity for us to sort of think about how we can be a little bit more sustainable this holiday season Okay, now that we got the ads out of the way, we are going to fly right into today's agenda. So today's agenda is going to cover eight different tips um, for being more sustainable this holiday season. So let's get right into it. Number one, wrapping. As I mentioned before, the majority of paper can't be recycled. And even that that can be recycled, why don't we just reduce the amount of wrapping that we are using anyways? So for gift wrapping, I would always suggest wrapping your gifts in the bags that things already come in. So if you bought some sweatpants from Nike and they came in a night in a nice paper Nike bag, just wrap it in the Nike bag. Staple the Nike bag shut, you know, so they still have to rip something open. Um, just sort of keep things in the bags that are already existing. You know, those Nike bags are already existing on the planet. So why do you need to take it out of the Nike bag to put it in a Christmas themed gift bag or a Christmas themed gift box? You don't use things that already exist. So definitely wrap things in the bags or the boxes that they come in. Another good thing with wrapping is you can make your own wrapping paper. I remember when we were kids, my mom used to buy the plain like brown, um, wrapping paper and we got to like decorate them um, with potatoes. I know this sounds really weird but we would like do like potato stamping. We would like cut potatoes with cookie cutters so that the potatoes were um, like fun shapes and then we would stamp the paper with potatoes with paint on them. 
<laughs> Did anybody else do this? We used like the brown paper and it was great. And we would stamp them with potatoes and it'd be really cute. Um, you can always make your own um, wrapping paper or you could just use the plain brown uh, wrapping paper that you can buy at Michael's and it's just completely plain and brown. It is 100% recyclable. It's also compostable. Um, so that's a really good option that you can use as well. Or you can use um, brown um, sandwich bags. Like, do you guys know like a brown bag lunch? Those brown bags can actually be recycled um, and you can still like rip them apart. So you get that sort of, you know, fun thing about ripping a gift open. And some people just love ripping the paper, especially if it's young kids. Um, um, but you can wrap things in those brown paper bags and then you can recycle those brown paper bags because they don't have the shiny like metallic um, shit on them that makes it so they can't be recycled. So you can always make your own. You can really improvise. And another really good thing to use is newspaper. Um, I live in the country and we get our local newspaper delivered right to our door and we tend to sort of hoard them and accumulate a lot of them. Um, so you can always keep those and wrap your gifts up in some newspaper and make some cute newspaper bows. My roommate just sent me a snapchat she made a really cute like newspaper bow um it was lovely so wrap things in newspaper the newspaper already exists on the world like here in the world so try and use things that are already here try not to go out and look for things look for wrapping paper look for gift bags look for things that you don't already have or you don't already have just like laying around if you're gifting someone um something like a clothing or something like that you can actually get reusable gift bags patagonia sells reusable gift bags i'm pretty sure lush lush sells um like tote bags and stuff that you could always put things in like a tote bag um and then that bag that you put you put the gift in can then be reused again in the future so if you're giving someone something from a store that does sell like a reusable gift bag or a reusable tote bag just buy the tote bag for like three dollars make it part of the gift and then they can continue to reuse that bag over and over and over again in the future next thing is if you're being given gifts this holiday season that are you know wrapped in paper or wrapped in a gift bag or whatever it may be save those put them away in a closet and reuse them again next year and then just sort of keep cycling through um, the gift bags that already are here and on this earth so that they can get used over and over and over again and then encourage people that if you do give someone a gift in a gift bag encourage that person to reuse the gift bag and then that person will encourage the next next person to reuse it and so on and so on and so on so we're constantly encouraging people to reuse things that already exist my second tip which is kind of hard um, especially if you're not the one doing the cooking but make less food we throw out an unnecessary amount of food waste during the holiday season because we make ass loads of food now if you have a big family my family's huge um, my family alone like just with my parents my siblings and I there are six of us plus all of our partners make us I think like nearly 10 and then my dogs and then my mom has six siblings uh, my mom's siblings all have kids so I have a lot of cousins we just have a huge ass family so we make an ass load of food but try not to make excessive amounts of food yes you need to make enough food to feed everyone absolutely eat your face off during Christmas eat as much as you want go to town but making just an excessive amount of food is so incredibly wasteful and it's gonna end up getting thrown out so make less food 
Number three is encourage your family to use a green bin. Literally just get a giant ass bowl or a giant ass bin and sit it in the kitchen. And if it's right there, if it's accessible and it's in, it's not inconvenient, so it is convenient, um, your family will use it. If you've already put the green bin there with a green bag in it, they're going to use it. And then take all that compost dump it in your backyard like we do or, you know, put it out on the curb for the composters to pick up. But just really encourage your family to use a green bin because we just want less food being thrown away this holiday season. Number four is with regards to leftovers. If you know that you definitely aren't going to eat your Christmas leftovers, just donate them. Find a place that will accept donations of food, whether it be a homeless shelter, a kitchen, a food bank, something like that. Just take all that shit if you know you're not going to use it and just donate it instead of just letting it sit in your fridge and waiting for your family to not eat the leftovers. You know, if they historically never eat the leftovers after Christmas dinner, if they're all turkeyed out, if they don't want to look at potatoes ever again, if they're done with the Brussels sprouts, just donate it. Or, you know, if you know of a family in your community that maybe is in need of some leftover food, give it to them. If you have some less fortunate neighbors, walk down the street, say it, see if they want anything. Just if you know you're not going to use them, get rid of them before they've gone bad. Another tip with leftovers is you could freeze them. Um, you can freeze turkey. You can freeze whatever it may be. And then, you know, reuse it in the future to make sandwiches. I know my mom tends to freeze a lot of turkey and a lot of ham. And then she uses all those leftovers to make my dad sandwiches for work because my dad's a truck driver. Um, just freeze things. And when you're all turkeyed out and you don't want to look at turkey anymore and you've eaten so much potatoes and all of that shit all throughout the holiday season, you just don't want to look at it. Just freeze it and you can use it later. And another thing that you can do with leftover leftovers is to make something new. So every year on Boxing Day, my mom makes a like ham and lentil and barley soup. Now, obviously, I don't eat it because I'm vegetarian, but that just goes to show that you can sort of take your leftovers and make something new. Make something new. I know that she uses like the turkey carcass or something. I don't know. I think it's disgusting because I don't eat meat. Um, but try and come up with innovative ways to make something new out of all the leftovers that you already have. Maybe if you have a buttload of leftover potatoes, you could make potato leek soup. Um, maybe if you have a buttload of leftover uh, desserts, you could make a different kind of dessert. I don't know. Figure out innovative ways to use up your leftovers so that they aren't going to waste. Number five, and it might be too late for this, but I'm going to put it out there anyways, is to shop at sustainable brands that are devoted to environmentalism. If you are just shopping at brands that are very transparent about, you know, where their products are sourced, are they ethically sourced? Are they doing anything for the environment? Do they have a plan to do things for the environment? Um, are they a B Corp corporation? Are there products quality are their products not quality um, just sort of shop at sustainable brands that you know are already doing good things for the world and then by supporting those sustainable brands you into you are also doing really good things for the world um, and then when you're shopping at those sustainable brands or more high quality brands it's likely that you're getting higher quality gifts and that sort of goes into terms with shopping quality versus quantity so I always think around Christmas time that I would rather have 
one really, really nice thing that is expensive and, you know, I'm going to use a lot and is from a high quality brand and is from an environmental brand, then a bunch of things that are going to only last me a few months, eventually fall apart, eventually break. Just shop quality. It's so much better in the long run. And usually when you're shopping quality, not all the time, but usually when you're shopping quality, you are already shopping at environmental brands that are devoted to helping the planet. Number six is to buy things that are timeless, not trendy. So buy thing, buy something for someone that you know they are going to have for a long time, that they are going to get a lot of use out of, whether it be something practical, whether it be something really nice, something really useful, something that they may use every day in their car or every day on their way to work or just something that you really know someone either needs wants or is going to use and is sort of a timeless object so for example last Christmas season I got my sister's boyfriend like a little Patagonia tote bag like not a tote bag a toiletry bag um and it's just such a timeless thing it's a quality item it is something that is really practical that he uses every day it's something that's really nice and it's from a brand that is devoted to environmentalism and that little um, toiletry bag is super timeless. Uh, the amount of times that I've seen my sister's boyfriend actually using it is countless. I see him carry it with him into the bathroom in the morning and I see him carry it with him into the bathroom at nighttime. I see him travel with it. I see him put it in his gym bag. Um, I just know that he uses living crap out of it. And I just really like hit a nail right on the head with that gift because it was such a good thing. Another really timeless item that I actually received as a birthday present, not a Christmas present, but as a birthday present, um, from one of my best friends was a, like tumbler stainless steel tumbler cup that has a like sippy thing for like warm drinks like a normal like coffee drinking thing but it also has a hole in the middle for a stainless steel straw and that is just such a timeless thing it's so practical I use it every day for my coffee and then I put water in it it's just something that's so practical it's super timeless it's not trendy and I just love it I love that coffee mug so much another thing that um was a really good like quality and timeless gift that I got from my brother was a really good pair of snow mittens now I snowboard um and my brother could have got me something that was super trendy at the time, something that I was like into, maybe um, like an interest that I had going at that time or whatever it may have been or whatever was trending at the stores, whatever the big sales were. Um, he could have got me something like that, but instead he got me something that was so timeless. Um, and I just love it so much. These there are firefly mittens, so they're really good quality. Um, and I use them every winter and every winter I think about how much I just love these friggin snow mitts every time I go snowboarding I'm like fuck yeah I love these snow mitts they're the best snow mitts I've ever had in my life and I have had so much use out of them because they're just such a timeless object whereas a gift pack from Laura Secord where you know I go through the hot chocolates and the candies and then I throw it out and then the mug you know it's a Laura Secord mug it doesn't really go with the rest of my like cute mug so it's kind of like a timely object rather than a timeless object and I just really really love it I find gift packs are usually pretty timely and not necessarily timeless they have a few random things in it maybe it's random products maybe it's you know like a random craft that you do or just totally like random shit in the gift packs that are very timely and not necessarily timeless they're just trendy at the time um 
but those mittens my brother got for me, they were something that was really timeless. And I just absolutely like love that gift. Another really timeless gift that I got was from my parents. They got me just a plain um, silver necklace with like a family tree on it. And I love that. It's such a timeless necklace. It's plain, simple, um, silver with a little tree. And it is just so lovely and such nice quality and something that I'm going to have for a very long time and uh, use for a very long time. Whereas, you know, getting someone something like a phone case or um, what's another like really like timely thing that I can think of? Like, I can't, I can't remember. I can't come up with anything right now, but like just a very plain example right there, a phone case. Everyone's always getting new phones. Phones are always changing. Trends are always changing. Um, that's sort of like a very timely thing to get someone instead of something that's really timeless, really practical that they're going to have for a really long time. Number seven, stop with gag gifts. I think gag gifts are so stupid and I'm sorry if someone is getting me a gag gift like on the 25th um, and you're excited to give me this gag gift and you think it's funny, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. I just have such an unpopular opinion about gag gifts. I absolutely hate them and I find them really wasteful because you open this gag gift and ha ha ha, very funny, makes you laugh for a few seconds, but then, you know, what are you going to do with it? Like, what are you going to do with a pair of like shiny gold underwear um that are like so funny like haha shiny gold underwear that's hilarious um you laugh for a minute with your family and then you're never gonna wear those shiny gold underwear they're just gonna sit in your drawer and then eventually you're just gonna throw them out or just other like random stupid shit that people get as like gag gifts like one year as a gag gift my friend got me car air refresheners because I am lactose intolerant and sometimes get really gassy and I was literally like, this is the stupid fucking gift, stupidest fucking gift I've ever gotten. Like, I don't have a car. I drive my parents' car when I'm home. But, like, I don't even remember what I did with that gift. I was literally just like, this is stupid. And I don't want to sound ungrateful, but I just think gag gifts are very, very, very wasteful. Where you can just get someone something that's nice. You can get them a nice if, – if you have a friend that likes coffee – you can get them just a nice little coffee mug that they are going to use the living crap out of instead of getting them like a stupid gag gift that's related to some sort of inside joke that you have going on that they're going to laugh at for five minutes and then they're never going to use it again. It's just going to sit in a box, in a closet, in a drawer um, and they're never going to look at it and they're never going to use it and then eventually they're just going to throw it out. Stop with gag gifts. Guys, they're really, really wasteful. They're really unsustainable and we just don't need that shit. We're leaving that shit in 2019. No more gag gifts. They're dumb. I hate receiving gag gifts. I feel like they're not thoughtful. I do not give gag gifts and I hate them. As you can tell, don't do it. Number eight. And this one is kind of bizarre. Um, but buy them something sustainable or like a zero waste starter pack. Um, if you have like a friend that you know is like interested in the zero waste movement or the low waste movement or the sustainability movement, I, I personally don't like to say zero waste movement because I think that living zero waste is a standard that is almost impossible to achieve. 
I also think that the zero waste movement really favors those of a high socioeconomic status or favors those who have tons and tons of resources. Um, I prefer to use like the sustainability movement because I think the sustainability movement is great. Um, So if you have a friend that's sort of interested in the sustainability movement or, you know, your parents or your partner or sibling or a cousin or an aunt and uncle, whatever it may be. If you have someone that's sort of interested in the sustainability movement, get them like maybe like a little like sustainable starter pack or a tote bag or um, if they pack a lunch for work every day, maybe get them like a little bamboo cutlery set or some reusable Ziploc bags like the the silicone baggies that you can use over and over and over again. Maybe get them a nice Yeti um, stainless steel coffee mug or a reusable water bottle or just something, something that sort of ties in with the whole sustainability movement. Maybe you could make them some beeswax wraps. Maybe you could uh, get them some containers, some like nice glass containers or just something that sort of favors or um, benefits the sustainability movement because it's great. And then if you get someone something, sorry, my dog is barking so much. Hold on a sec. Okay, anyways, as I was saying, if you get them something that sort of goes in alignment with the whole sustainability movement, you actually might inspire them to become a more sustainable person. You might inspire them to learn more. You might inspire them to purchase different things. You might inspire them to reuse different things um, and just sort of get the ball rolling for making that person um, live a more sustainable life. Like I know when I got that nice mug that I was talking about, the tumbler, stainless steel tumbler cup, I just felt so inspired to use it every day and to bring my own stainless steel straw and bring my thing with me. And I felt really inspired and I thought it was a really great gift. You know, my friend obviously knows that I drink coffee religiously and she also knows that I'm into sustainability. So that sustainable little stainless steel mug was such a great way to inspire me to do more sustainable things. So I would always encourage you to get someone somewhat get someone something that inspires them to be more sustainable, whether it be um, bamboo cutlery, maybe a bamboo toothbrush, maybe you get them a shower bar from Lush or different products from Lush that are package free, or maybe you get them something in a mason jar that's from a package free facility, something that sort of inspires them towards a more sustainable lifestyle or a little sustainable starter pack. You could do a sustainable, um, like health and wellness starter pack. You could do a sustainable beauty starter pack. You could do a st- sustainable like food and like lunchtime uh, starter pack. There's so many different ways that you can inspire people to become more sustainable. Um, and I think that would be a really good gift to make Christmas a little bit more sustainable this year. So you guys, those are all of the tips that I had. I know I was kind of all over the place, um, but I really wanted to get this episode up. I feel like it's better late than never to sort of share my sustainable tips with you guys. And I am not an expert in um, the sustainability movement at all. I don't have all of the knowledge in the world. I don't have all the stats, statistics. I don't know everything about microfibers and microplastics and and carbon footprint and shipping and all of those things. I don't know everything about that. Um, but what I do know is that we all have a role in becoming a more sustainable person and le- leading a more sustainable life. I know that 
in order for us to truly save the environment, we do need the support from our governments. We need the support from our infrastructures, from our cities, from our environments. Um, I know that that would take a lot of, of reform and addressing a lot of different issues comes from sources that are much higher than us um, and carbon emissions and all of those things and pollution. I know that those are all things that maybe we feel like we don't have a lot of control over. But what we do have control over is the waste that we ourselves produce. And if we can just reduce the amount of waste that we're using, if we can reduce the amount that we're taking from the earth, then um, that would be really amazing. Because we don't need a handful of people doing zero waste perfectly. We need millions of people doing it imperfectly. Merry Christmas, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. It is a beautiful life.